Hey guys, welcome back to Coffee with a Shot of Cynicism. I'm uh, Eleni. No, no, no. She's Barbara. I'm Rosie. Stop saying it. <laughs> she, okay, she's Eleni. I'm Jeffrey. Well, Rude. Welcome back. I already told you I didn't want to be Bubba. <laughs> welcome back, guys. Um, last week was a mess. It's fine, though. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Now we're going to try and be a little bit more organized. Yes. Especially since we have two episodes um, to get through. You have to accept us as we are. Yeah. Or not. It's Love your, it or leave it. It's your choice. Don't leave it. Don't leave it. <laughs> Don't leave it, please. Um, today we're talking about episode 10 and 11, um, the fallout for Maury's dance. Yes. Um, always a great episode. And um, an episode where Lorelai does something bad with Max. Yes. Yes. But before that, I wanted to mention something. So I was reading an article. Um, so I have an alert for Gilmore Girls News and Gilmore Girls People News. Of course she does. Of course I do. Obviously, I'm a professional, everyone. <laughs> um, so I found an article on page6.com that talks about... The title of the article is Guardians of the Galaxy star Sean Gunn, which is Kirk, mm-hmm. uh, marries actress Natasha Halevi. Uh, we know him as Kirk... Not Guardians of the Galaxy star. Like, <laughs> relax, everybody. Anyway, so pretty uh, run-of-the-mill article talking about his wedding. Um, they got married on June 15th. was a picnic themed with guests sitting on blankets during the ceremony. Mm-hmm. I think I would hate that, but I have an aversion to the outdoors. Um, so Amy Sherman Palladino was there. Kiko Ajeno was there. Like, the article just talks about what the, you know, what the wedding was all about. And because, like, that's, I guess, not an interesting enough article, like, let's be honest, Mm -hmm. um, they added a little paragraph, which I wanted to get your opinion on. Okay. Because I had a a semi-argument with somebody about this. Um, It says, meanwhile, in March, it was announced that James Gunn, who is Sean Gunn's um, brother, was reinstated as director for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 after he was initially fired by Disney for his controversial past tweets about rape and pedophilia. Of course. All right. So, I had a question for you. Why am I not surprised? Okay, so listen. I have a question for you. And we'll get into the tweets if you want to hear what some of the examples were. Mm -hmm. Um, So, my question for you is, because I did have a debate about this with um, someone, was, how do you feel... Are they a listener? Do we know them? Are they going to listen to this? I don't think so. Okay, continue. No. But, I mean, it wasn't, like, super heated. We were just (laughs) having a a debate about the question that I'm going to ask you. Okay. Which is, how do you feel about separating the artist from the art. So in that case, like, would you ever, you know, some people like boycott certain things, um, me being one of them. Like, I don't watch Woody Allen films because I think what he did was gross. Same thing with Roman Polanski. You know that that's a loaded question. I'm going to have a lot to say. Okay, do you want, first of all, first, first, do you want me to give you context into what the tweets were? Yes. I won't read like the super gross ones, but I'm going to give you context so that you can know where I'm coming. This bitch knows that, that that this is a very loaded question for me, and I'm going to have a lot to say. She did this on purpose. I didn't do this on purpose. I genuinely wanted your opinion because I, f- I had this argument with somebody. I feel personally victimized. Relax. My God. Um, so I, I should preface this by saying that I don't think this is the same thing as like an actual rapist or an actual um, pedophile or whatever it may be okay. because I think you can tell from these tweets that it's a comedian trying to be funny and he completely misses the mark I'll let you be the judge okay but like I'll read a couple for you this, okay? is, from, this is from James Gunn this is from James Gunn and it happened I think like 10 years ago okay so like way before the first ever Guardians of the Galaxy film came okay out and whatever and was he anybody 10 years ago um he was trying to make it like okay yeah 
Um, so one of them is, I'm doing a big Hollywood film adaptation of The Giving Tree with a happy ending. The tree grows back and gives the little kid a blowjob. <laughs> okay. And that's not like... Yeah, it's not super terrible. No. Um, it's not funny, but... It's not... No, it's not... Well, you laughed. <laughs> I laughed at how stupid No, it but is. do you understand what I what I mean when I'm saying, like, he's trying to be edgy and funny and whatever? Yeah, sounds like... Like, 10 years ago, it's like, what, 2009? Sounds like... Yeah, uh, like, I like think a, this happened... Hold on, let me see what the date was on this. 2010 some okay. of these like 2009 2010 okay well literally like if you're if you're anybody who's been on twitter like in the last five years if not longer like any tweets from like before 2012 or like, before 2013 yeah. it's like uh embarrassing we don't talk about that yeah. like 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 all of like rihanna's old tweets like make memes like lady gaga like all like oh, for sure like all like pop stars old tweets like britney's share. like britney's oh okay, share <laughs> like that's a whole other level but like britney spears's old tweets like there's just like they become memes like there's one you from know. there's one from britney spears that's like does it like something like it's like she goes she talks about global warming and then lady gaga in the same tenet it. it's like does anybody think global warming is a ba- is a bad thing yeah, I like Lady, I like Lady Gaga. I think she's a really interesting artist. Like, what? What is this saying? And like, Britney, not your best work. <laughs> um, another one says the Hardy Boys and the mystery of what it feels like when Uncle Bernie fists me. Hashtag sad children's books. Okay, like it's just inappropriate. Like yeah. I understand what people. What, yeah. Uh, unro- hashtag unromantic movies. Three men and a baby they had sex with. Okay, like I don't really think if we're gonna compare to. Yeah, so it goes on like that. There's yeah. a bunch of them. Okay. So if- that I was just giving you a snippet. So my my thing my thing when I was debating with this person, um, and like I said, it wasn't like super terrible debate, whatever. Mm-hmm. But difference of opinions, whatever. Um, for me, it depends because, um, like, obviously something like that where it's obvious that the person was trying to be funny. And by the way, he goes on to say in this like trying too hard. Yeah, um, he says I'm a better person than I was a year ago. James told the Associated Press in May, it's made me more creative and focused on the things that really matter to me, which are my friends, my relationships, and the movies that I'm making. Okay. I don't know how something like, this is like standard um, PR, trying mm-hmm. to clean up your mask kind of thing. Um, so, look, I'm not necessarily going to go, I'm a, I'm a very big Marvel movie fan, I'm not necessarily going to go boycott Guardians of the Galaxy because this guy's the director, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because, like I said, that's the tweets and whatever. But something like I said, like Woody Allen or Roman Polanski or um, Harvey, you know. Harvey Weinstein, anybody? Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, that's what we were talking about. That opens yeah. up a whole can of worms because Harvey Weinstein had a, a hand in literally everything. Yeah. I'm not saying like if he made a movie tomorrow, I'm going to go see it. I think it's different. But okay. if I'm watching a Harvey Weinstein movie from 12 years ago. Yeah. Okay. So this is what it, so. I only know th- this story from what you're telling me, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna. That's go, pretty much it. I'm gonna go <laughs> off of. I'm going off what you're telling me in this case. So it seems to me like obviously these tweets are like stupid and inappropriate. Yeah. And it was obviously and they, inappropriate. And, and they were made, but and they were made before he was, you know, a, I'm not gonna say a hotshot movie director because like I didn't know him until you told me. So like, but like clearly, like uh, clearly a high a high profile director who's making Marvel movies. So like mm-hmm. obviously before he was a person of interest, let's say. Yeah, for so, sure. So like. Um, he's not the first and he's not the last person to have had um, questionable um, internet comments or any, remarks. Or remarks. They don't even have to be on the internet these no. days, by the way. Before, like, he's not the first person to have questionable Isn't remarks. In the United States, anyway? Yeah. Before he was famous. So, like, that's different. But I think if we're going to, like, I think from what I'm getting from what you're telling me is, like, this is being treated in the context of, like, 
um, Time's Up and Me Too and Believe Women and like yeah. I feel like a, I feel like we're we're kind of approaching yeah, this. Yeah, but it's a long way from Believe Women who are saying they got raped to this guy making a shitty joke about a pedophile. Like, yeah. So what Uncle I'm, Bernie doing stuff to yeah. the kids. So what I mean by that is like. Um, all of those movements and if that activism has led to just a bit of a more of, a, of an increased awareness mm-hmm. in that area yeah. and in popular culture in yeah, that I way. So, agree. like, um, I guess we're in a bit of, we're in an era of you know staunch political correctness. I guess where yeah. it's like in the past we've been like ah eh, whatever who cares but now it's like everyone's kind of like hey, well I care they, this matters we're, we're 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 done with that and I mm-hmm. like and I've had to explain to people like yeah I understand what you're saying like I don't I don't disagree but in the context of how we're have how things are being viewed or how things are being looked at today like that's not like that's not okay that's, that's inappropriate right. you know yeah um just like for example like my mom will still tell you that like she thinks obviously she, but like she thinks that johnny depp was completely innocent and amber heard made it all up for publicity and yeah. amber heard a history of this and blah 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 and like okay all of those and then this was also pre me too right and all of those things could be true. We don't know. Like, it's Hollywood. This is not our lives. Absolutely. All of things could be true. But, I, and I, but I've explained to her, like, when you make, when you say those things and when you implicate, when you, when you make it sound like the woman is lying, the woman made it up, the woman is doing it for attention, mm-hmm. those things are um, just a bit on the nose and a bit like they come across as if you um, are, fav- you are like blindly favoring the men and continuing this yeah. this toxic culture, yeah. so I'm saying like what you're saying very well, very well might be true. I don't disagree with it. I think there's right. a whole there's a whole thing on Twitter a few months ago where it was like Johnny Depp is innocent or something. Like right, it turned right, out right. turns out that she did make some of it up or something. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's on them. That's their business. And of course, Hollywood becomes our business. But like yeah, but what I'm getting at was, would you ever boycott a Johnny Depp? Film? No, that was the thing. Like with the, when that. Perfect that I brought that up because this, this ties yeah. in. Like when that happened, when That's that was go- when that was going around, like was there was a whole thing because Johnny Depp was in the Fantastic Beasts movie. Yes, exactly. And J.K. Rowling got a bunch of shit because she, like her fa- like Harry Potter fans were attacking her and saying mm-hmm. like why could why are you allowing him in the movie and blah 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 and like Johnny Depp is over and you know canceled and whatever you want to call it. It's just like. All of that, and they, were, and they were kind of putting that all on, like, either the... There, it wasn't just J.K. Rowling, it was her and everybody else. We were putting mostly on her because I think she wrote the movie. Yeah, I think she was so, a main So, she, like, she was involved in the movie, so, like, so, they were obviously, so they were obviously putting it on her, and it's like... Not, like, again, when that all happened, that was before Me Too and everything hit the fan, so, like... Um, I didn't... Like, I wasn't about to just go and boycott every Johnny Depp movie. Like, and I don't, yeah. and I don't think... Like, I think... Um, it it honestly it, it depends like I like I'm very I'm very like dif- I have different opinions depending on the situation with yeah that. it's like a case by case thing, yeah right? so like I agree with what you say like obviously if Harvey Weinstein comes out with a movie tomorrow oh no I'm like fuck you You're no done. but like You're I'm done. not but I'm not boy but also who's working like I'm sorry I think you have to check also like if you're still working with Harvey Weinstein after like all this. He's in prison, it doesn't matter. But I'm saying, like, hypothetically, let's say, like, all this came out and you're still working with him because there was a whole thing that people are still working with Woody Allen, right? Yeah. And, what, Louis C.K., who had, who, had, who came back and was like, everyone was, oh, you're so funny, you're, yeah. you're still great, like... Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I think it's... The reason I say separate the artist from the art... Or even sometimes I say separate the athlete from the sport because mm-hmm. it also happens in a lot of sporting... Um, like, I watch football, I watch hockey, like... 
I'm a, I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan. If tomorrow, like, it comes out, knock on wood, that somebody... Knock on wood for the woman, by the way, not because I don't... about <laughs> the athlete. But, like, if it comes out that somebody on that team did something, yes, I would expect the team to take action, but I'm not going to stop rooting for the team. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. I think it's tricky. It is. It's it's very... It's, it's, it's a very slippery situation. It's a slippery slope, yeah. And... And it's just and like it's it's and like I, and like not to say like not to sound like uh, I'm gonna you know defend people who are like men can't say anything men don't know how, men yeah don't Megan know, McCain men don't know how to act etc like Abby I'm, Huntsman <laughs> like I'm not I'm not I don't I'm not on that bandwagon no. whatsoever I'm sorry if you're scared to talk to women after this like that's thing, a, that's, on, that's you. on you because you're probably doing some inappropriate shit. Let's be honest. Yeah, like I'm not like I. I can't touch a woman now. No, don't touch her. No, like I, you couldn't touch her anyways. But now, just don't touch. I don't. Her. I don't defend any of those comments or no. or do, nor, or nor do I want to discuss them. Yeah. But, um, I will say like I do understand what people mean when they say like it's difficult to know what's right and wrong. Like what's what's the right thing to say? And what's the wrong thing to say? Just in yeah. terms of like political correctness. Like I understand like if you. Like if you're not, you know, if you, if you don't have your finger on the pulse of the po- of popular culture and what's what's right and what's wrong and what's changing every single day, yeah. like I get, like if you're kind of out, like if you're older or from a different mindset, like a different generation, like I understand, like you might not know the correct approach, but it's like right. I'm not asking you to know or anything. I'm just asking you to be mindful and asking you yeah. to, you know, it's have an open mind to learn what's what's the right thing to yeah, say. Yeah, it's what's funny the wrong that you bring say. up older people because I feel like sometimes that gets lost. Yeah, with older people. Like, when you're telling them, like, you can't say that, you know, like, I often whisper to my grandmother sometimes, like, you can't say that. And she's like, why not? Yeah. Like, because... Like, my parents do that to bug me all the time. Like, I've never said that outside of the house. And I'm like, well, maybe you don't say it at all then, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. If you can't say it outside of your house, good rule of thumb, don't say it in your house. Yeah. Because you know it's wrong, Exactly. Right? But when, what I mean with my grandmother, when I'm like, you can't say that, she's like, why not? Like, because her all her life, you could say that, yeah. right? But I'm like, no, that was always inappropriate. It's now hard. we're just more... It's But it's hard, and it's, like, it's, it's hard and it's exhausting to explain. Oh my God, it's exhausting to change my grandmother's mentality for that, sure. She's 85 like, years old. Mentality too, but it's like, it's, it's exhausting to just like, to try to explain like, because it's, it's, it's hard to like almost rewrite history in a way yeah. where it's like, no, like, no, no, this was always offensive. Yeah. We just care more now so the thing is i think it's exhausting we're done but with it's it. really important though to yeah. do like i know what you're saying because like there are sometimes with my grandmother or whoever like i let it slide kind of thing because i'm like oh my god we're gonna get into a fight but like yeah like when all this but if i'm gonna hear something outside of somebody saying something like no yeah like it's... i went crazy on a colleague once who this is different but i went crazy on a colleague once who um asked to touch our black co-workers hair Okay, yeah, I get it. I and understand. I was like, not crazy, but I was like, it's you know, like, yeah, like I'm, I, but that's what I, exactly what I told her. I didn't go crazy. I don't know why I said that, but like, I was like, yo, that's inappropriate. She was like, but why? I get it. And it's like, I'm not here to educate you, fuck. No, and I get it. Like, just, I, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's, it's, it's a sticky situation. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, I just wanted your opinion. It was Gilmore Girls related, science, kind of, because <laughs> I just saw Sean Gunn. Uh, congratulations, Sean Gunn, uh, on your but wedding. I, Oh, yes, one last thing I will say yes, is go, just sorry. in terms of both separating art from artist and sport from athlete. Yeah, and just in ju- just in general like people's like people's I guess unwillingness to, you know, have an open mind and learn of like what's the right thing to say today? Like 
what like you just kind of like open your mind to like okay that was the past we're in, but this is today and we're we're, we're learning and we're growing mm-hmm. you know like just in terms of that i don't feel like yeah, a lot, be willing to learn i don't feel I, feel I feel like a lot of people just aren't willing to learn then that's why they're very quick to dismiss and very quick to laugh but and just we say when and make, start, a, make a joke out of it oh you're too pc okay and but one thing <laughs> take a deep we're gonna take a deep breath because I, I still have very passionate feelings about this uh, one thing in particular was last christmas mm-hmm. when they ban when they um when i know what you're gonna say when radio stations banned the song baby it's cold out i remember the day when like that was in the news like my mom was like oh my god like what is like that's ridiculous like it's it's, it's getting a bit much and i was like what i was like what do you and like and i didn't really and i didn't understand it a bit at first so I, was, I too was a bit like oh what is that like what like what does that mean but then like once i like heard the story of why it was being removed i was like okay that makes sense, but, makes sense but like most people around me did not and they're like and i was like but why and i was i was asking like why why is this too why is this too much like do you, i, I want to know your your opinion and they're like well you know it's just it's, it's it's a song from the 40s like you can't you can't apply this mentality to why? you can't apply like today's mentality to the to the 40s and like that's not it that's no. not it. Like we're not, we're not, we're not trying to go back and change time and go back and change and rewrite history. No, it's the fact that like we live in the present. Today is today. We know right from wrong. We know right on like, certain things. Yeah, we so it's like say. today is today. We're not in 1940 or, exactly. or whenever the song came out. Exactly. And I just it 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 really bothered me because then like one of my cousins ended up you know making a whole mockery of the whole thing at christmas dinner and like i didn't and i didn't get into it because i didn't feel like but that's the thing when we say it's exhausting sometimes to get into it it's gonna take it's gonna deplete my energy yeah and like a, and a, a person who i used to work with like she all she said was oh it's so ridiculous and like, and like i could have said like but why do you think it's ridiculous and got yeah, into it no. but i but i didn't and anyway i just said like i just think everyone's reactions to that is just a, is just a general unwill- unwillingness to yeah. learn and to be mindful of what's of what's politically correct today yeah because and that's my why, thing. And, and why it's politically correct today it's not like it's not it's like it's a general unwillingness to like be mindful of of other people's perspectives exactly. so it's like the, the the general reason that like the the you know the the reason beneath all of the little reasons why they got why they banned that song was because its lyrics kind of promote sexual harassment and just like an assault blurred like just blurred lines and so, like, it's like, it's like literally blurred lines of songs. Yeah. So, like, when you, so, like, when you listen to that song with today's context, it's like this is inappropriate. Let's not listen to that anymore. Yeah. And like, I understand, like, okay, you love that song. Like, no one's telling you to stop listening to that song. It's just like this is why we're not listening to it anymore because in the context of these political times, these these socio political times, like, it's like this is. We need to be more aware of. Like, it's not. Um, it's not appropriate. I know and people it's just are like, like, oh my god, snowflake, whatever. I think everybody. But it's needs like, to but it's like, but when you, but when you, just, when you dismiss it as, oh, it's gone too far. Oh, why are they doing this? It's yeah. like, ask yourself, like, if you were raped, if you had been assaulted, and then you listen to this song, it's like. You're, you're, you're so, reliving it all. Over yeah, again. so it's like they're they're getting rid of this song to help the victim to help to you know. Yeah, to help people like that have suffered trauma. Yeah, because it's, it's a bit yeah. on the nose. So it's like when when you dismiss it and you make light of it, you make a mockery of it. It's like you're making a mockery of assault victims. Yeah, in for my, sure. In my opinion. And one last thing I'll say about art, art and artists before we move on, because we're way off topic once I mean, again. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, we need a nice little intro. Like I said, it's for me. It's like depends on the case with art and artists. Like sometimes, sometimes I'm yeah, like, sure. yeah, whatever. Like Elena's gonna get mad at me, but like when it comes to like Lena Dunham and and like uh, controversial things she said, like I'm more, I tend to be more like, yeah, whatever. Like and kind of dis- kind of dismiss it just because like I like her 
I like like I liked the book she wrote and I liked mm-hmm. a few seasons of her show Girls. So it's like, yeah, does she say stupid things? But I don't think it takes away from her art necessarily. In my yeah. opi- in my opinion, I think my problem why he said that I was gonna get pissed is because we've had a conversation about Lena Dunham before, right? Mm-hmm. And my problem with Lena Dunham in particular is that she's very you know we're talking about being more aware of people's and she, feelings. Yeah, she's she's not conscious. She's, she's not aware of other people's feelings. No, she's not. She thinks that well by playing because she's been a victim because women are victims in a lot of cases. Yeah. Um, that like trumps everything you know what i mean like she uses that card and she's allowed you know my biggest problem with her was that um yeah she's very insensitive yeah she like is. she made comments about she wished she had an abortion yeah and like the, i think the, um, the last you know you don't have to be a proponent of abortion to um you don't have to want you don't have to have had an abortion sorry to be a proponent yeah, of, exactly. of abortion so you was, know what i mean i think the last um, thing in the news about her was like she groped uh, Brad Pitt at a party or, or at, a red, at an event or something yeah another one was that um, I think it was either like at the Met Ball or whatever she was sitting next to um, an athlete yeah. a, a black athlete and she said that he was thinking of her as this gross human being and like that actually that I remember that that was blown that was blown out of portion because she wrote it was like it was in my okay, <laughs> we won't get into it like that but that was like blown out of portion because like she, it was in it was in her, it was in her newsletter, her email newsletter that she wrote that, and it was like, it wasn't as she, it wasn't like he she was like putting words in his mouth or saying it was, it was like as if she felt that herself and she's like he was kind of ignoring her and like she kind of just interpreted it wrong. Okay, but, like, but it was blown out of proportion. I think that were, there was a racial aspect of that too. There was. My problem with Lena Dunham is that um, feminism is fine, but when your feminism like tramples on other people, yeah. it's. So like I, I I agree and I acknowledge all of that. But like I, I that being said, is that worse than a Harvey Weinstein or a Woody no. Allen? Absolutely so like, not. So I can so I, I can mean? separate the person from their art. So like exactly. I can enjoy their art and be and like yeah, yeah. but like the per- she, some of the things she does are beyond defense yeah. Yeah. and are inexcusable. However, on the flip side, um, last year when it came to light that the members of the Canadian um, alternative rock band Headley mm-hmm. were. Um, had all engaged in, or more, I don't know if all of them, but some, um, most, of most them. of them had engaged in very inappropriate, in inappropriate behavior. behavior with like underage fans and etc. And then it came out that the lead singer had some very serious sexual assault allegations against him. And like, I read the whole CBC article with all mm-hmm. of like the, um, like what the accounts from the victims and like all the dirty details. And I read it and I was like, I ended up I ended up deleting a lot of their music from my library. Yeah. And, like I was a big fan of them. I saw them twice in concert. Yeah. Like, but I that was a, like that's an example of like I yeah. can't separate art from artists because it's like especially when it's like an an artist singing about their life and bringing their life to music. I'm like, I can't yeah, support, no, I, I can't, can't support it. you anymore. Yeah, I felt the same way about um, like when everything when all the allegations came out about Louis C.K. I was a really really big Louis C.K. fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a bunch of his albums like on my iPod, and I was like. Because, you know, when you play your iPod on shuffle, sometimes it would come up. Yeah. And I didn't actually think about it until that happened. I was in the car, I was driving, and one of the, the songs, came, the songs, <laughs> one of the bits came up, and I was like, ugh. And I changed it right away, because something inside of me didn't, like, it didn't sit well inside of me, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, if I'm going to feel that way every time his voice comes up, I might as well just delete it, you know? Yeah. Um, that's it. Yeah, I okay. wanted your opinion on that. In conclusion, James Gunn, do better. Yeah. 
We shall now. And move to be fair to James Gunn, I don't think he's tweeted something like that in a while. No, but even then, uh, not appropriate. Super not appropriate. Please delete. Please delete it and do better in the future. See, you're infiltrating our Gilmore Girls podcast. <laughs> we don't like that. So shall we? Shall we begin with episode ten? Of episode ten of season one, called "Forgiveness and Stuff." Can I just say this title is super inappropriate? Sounds like the, the title of a memoir or something. Okay, yeah, but yeah. I feel like it's super appropriate because they're like they're both like very blasé about their forgiveness. You Sounds like I mean? it could be the title of a memoir by Lena Dunham. Yeah, well, if she were ever to, she see- never apologizes though. No. Yeah. So the first thing I have written down is I think a re- we're not sure we discussed this before we started recording. Um, we're not sh- so like I think not sure much these days. <laughs> I think Kirk becomes Kirk around this episode. Maybe it might be a few before. It might be a few before when they were doing the reenactment, which yeah. I still don't understand. But before that, he was like either he was he was Mick in the he first. He was Mick or the guy delivering the dirty swans to Michelle. Yeah, and so I think around this time, Kirk becomes Kirk, and we were also talking about how throughout the show, <laughs> Kirk's backstory is very all over the place, and they weren't. I don't think the writers were really sure at all what but they I wanted think it was to do. Quirky. It was quirky. They're like, always questioning, like, what the fuck? Where's Kirk come from he yeah. just like appeared one day you know yeah I love it um what I wrote down is that there's an awkward opening scene because Rory and Lorelai aren't speaking yeah remember it was when Lorelai is it's the Christmas pageant right so Rory's trying to find baby Jesus's arm yes leg. <laughs> I can't remember which and um arm arm yeah I think so because then the dog is carrying the arm yes it's true at the end yeah <laughs> at the end of the opening credits yeah um and Lorelai is pinning uh, Kirk who is now Jesus <laughs> Jesus's robes back whatever let's see another good another, another good example of just like the quirkiness of Stars Hollow like yeah. only in Stars Hollow yeah also they have a pregnant woman playing before Mary and Miss Patty Chatty Patty is like uh, no just Miss Patty that's gonna stick isn't it no it's not I'm, okay. gonna, I'm gonna stop doing it Miss Patty is like Taylor come quick our before Mary is become, about to become an after Mary <laughs> like I just shove a pillow under someone's fucking robes anyways whatever um, yeah so they're not speaking because they're both still mad at each other um, about the words that were exchanged at the end of the ninth episode. Right. And about the dance, basically. Yeah, and I feel like it's, uh, there's a lot, like, there's, there's, like, they have similar arguments, like, Lorelai and Rory have similar arguments like this throughout the whole show, I find. Especially yeah. in, the, in the earlier seasons. Like, in my, in my head, I'm thinking of um, she's, she's gonna get mad at me because I'm referencing uh, Jess. Stop saying that! But, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because it, it brings to mind like in Do season. Do you really think I'm the worst human? Being? In, se- in season two, when um, in the episode where they do the picnic baskets and, and a biscuit basket. Yes, yeah, so and they have their uh, auctioning off the baskets that women make, and then the man also gets to patriarchy. Take, you're hard to, in this one. Gets to take them out to and eat their basket and have the picnic in there with them or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, Jess, you jumbled up. <laughs> they know what I, you know what I mean. Jess buys Rory's basket, and then they have a whole thing together, and they kind of they kind of grow closer as quote friends. And then Laura like gets upset, and she's trying to say like, you know, Jess is trouble. Jess is this. Like I know I've known guys like Jess and blah blah blah. And Rory's like, you know, same kind of argument of I'm not you. Same like same thing yeah. that happened with the dance. Like I'm sorry that I messed up, but I'm not you. I feel like there's a really significant argument like this one in every season pretty much where Lorelai's scared that Rory's repeating her mistakes and Rory's like god I just want to live my own life like, I'm not you that must be that, that must be like the general theme of the whole show you're just getting that no I'm just I'm just first first time you're verbalizing it for the yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right um yeah so it's a little bit awkward one thing I have in capital letters is Emily and Lorelai both immature yeah 
because Emily calls Lorelai to invite her, well, to tell her about Christmas dinner that mm-hmm. they have every year. So even before Friday night dinner was a thing, the um, Christmas, their Christmas party, Christmas party, they would always go for holidays. Um, and Emily uninvites Lorelai, and she's like hurt, like genu- of course she's hurt. <laughs> like like Emily, you're so immature. And I'm not too happy with you right now. Like she's still your daughter, and it's Christmas. Yeah, and then Lorelai says later, like it's the one time of year I actually enjoy going to my parents' mm-hmm. house. It's like the apple tarts. Like sad. Apple Actually, apple tarts. I have. There's a. Apple tarts. I have a. I have a quote. Is apple tarts like a like a like a mini apple pie hot pocket, like the ones they sell at McDonald's. Kind of, yeah. Okay. It's in like a, it's like a little pie form, and it's a tart. Like a little pie form. No, like you know, like the quiche. Kind of. You know, like the you know, like the, you know, like the quiche that comes in the little tin foil. It's like yeah. that, but it's an apple tart. <sighs> so white. <laughs> um. The I have it written down for this episode. Lorelai says, I can't live without the apple tarts. And Rory says, you've made up songs after eating five of them with lyrics that contradict that last statement. I know. And even then, she was like, when Rory's leaving, she's like, bring me back a tart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I'm really curious to what an apple tart tastes like. Um, I just thought it was like a Hot Pocket form. It's probably, like, it's, it's, I think it's like a middle, blah, blah, blah. Jeffrey can't speak anymore. Um, it's like, what else? <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty sure it's a little, like, like a little mini, mini pie. Okay, all right. If, all it, right. if it's an apple tart. All right, I got it. I don't know. It's fine. I work in I work in a bakery and we have. Yeah, like, you should know. We have like we have like we have fruit tarts and strawberry tarts and they have okay, so it's probably the true. strawberry tarts have custard. They both know that they both have custard. I don't in like custard. I don't. I don't. We, we don't have apple tarts. I'm not a baker. Okay, I work there for money. That's about it. Okay. <laughs> for services <laughs> rendered. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I work there for money. What else did you prepare for? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, so Emily uninvites Lorelai. Lorelai's upset. Rory goes without her. Um, and Lorelai's basically home alone. And what happens next, Jeffrey? Um, Dean is knocking yes. on. Is knocking on. A little tap, tap, tap. So that was a test. She was testing me to see if I remembered, which I did. I passed. I wasn't really chess, I was just like <laughs> throwing it back to you. <laughs> so Dean's like knocking at Rory's window and then Lorelai open like Lorelai sees and opens the window and, and they, have, they have a little exchange. Yeah. Which I think is cute. So here's the thing. What I wrote down in my notes is that as much as I dislike Dean, mm-hmm. which should be obvious by now, Very I think obvious. it took cuts uh, cuts. It took guts to talk to Lorelai. Yeah, like, I, I like how And not just run away when he saw her face, you know what yeah, I mean? And I like how Lorelai was kind of a bit grown up about it too yeah like i don't think she I, like we've, we, how many times have we said this like lorelei has her fair share of not so grown up moments yeah so we're gonna be saying that a lot also <laughs> episodes to come yeah so she um like she just kind of says like you're not like you're not you're not my favorite person right now no. but it's kind of implying that, like you know there's room to there's you know there's room room to make it better it's just like but i think yeah, she was mature in the sense that, like, he's like, nothing happened. She's like, that's what I heard. Like, you know And, like, I mean? Lorelai knows that nothing happened. Of course she knows, but it's also, like, like we said last time, like, her daughter did not wake up in her bed and her mother was there to witness that screw-up. You know what I mean? So, like it or not, this is the guy that kept your daughter out, and she sees, I think I've said this before, that she sees kind of Christopher in that she as does. well. So... And no, if like, anything can go wrong, it's with him. Not even Christopher. Thing. She's like she knows because guys she, in she, general, you're she, all the devil. <laughs> she knows because Lorelai made those mistakes. So exactly. She just she she knows. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. 
Um, so yeah, as much as I dislike Dean, I think it was very mature of him to stick around and talk to her. Which, you just, which did you dislike more, Dean or Dean's hair? Dean's hair, 100%. Okay. <laughs> has not improved, by the way. No. It, um, Zero no. percent. When did they get a haircut? Is it in season three? Beginning of season three? He has like a new... Yeah, how long does it take you to get a <laughs> go to the fucking barber, Dean? <laughs> It's true. I'll give you oh that. Oh my god, who cuts your hair? Your mommy? <laughs> oh, he probably does. You know how many? You know how many moms cut their cut That's their ridiculous. son's hair? Guy, mothers, how how much does your haircut cost? Uh, twenty one dollars. Twenty one dollars, and that's a little bit expensive, no? It's gone. I've gone to the same place since I was little, and okay. they, they because my brother like pays like fifteen sometimes, whatever. Okay, so women women who are listening. You know that's not what I heard. When I first started going there, it was 18. Then it went up to 19. Of course, inflation. 20. We get it. Yeah. Um, you can spend 20 bucks every two months to cut your stupid hair, Dean. Like, do you even know how anal retentive I am with my hair? Like, you know how much my do you know how much of my identity is wrapped up in my hair? Like, it's it's a bit it's a lot. It's it's a bit much. What does that have to do with Dean? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I'm trying to tell Dean's mommy to stop <laughs> cutting his hair. Like, that's the thing. I think just. Depending on the person, <laughs> she's doing an imitation of his hair right now. Whatever, I, can't, <laughs> I can't do it. It's just uh, depending on the person. I think your, uh, I think like your hair is your appearance. So it's like I don't know. Uh, he doesn't. Dean didn't get that fucking memo. No, he doesn't care because uh, his hair gets worse. Anyway, oh, it's the worst. We can do a we can we can launch a spinoff podcast about Dean's hair. Anyone, okay. No, two thousands haircuts. <laughs> we should call it. <laughs> Anyways, um, Lorelai ends up going to Luke's. Yes. And Luke makes her Luke's Luke makes her a really disgusting looking Santa burger. And he, she says no one has quite ever made me something this disgusting before. Well, do you know what he put on it? <laughs> like mayonnaise. No, ketchup and cream cheese. <gasps> okay. On a I thought it was mayonnaise. No, it was cream cheese. Nasty. Okay, the thought was there. The thought was obviously there, but nobody listen, after <laughs> I ate that freaking banana mush last week. <laughs> I was like, should I try this one too? And then my head immediately went, no, you fucking bitch. You should not try this one. <laughs> we should have that on cam. We should have that. Do that. We should. We should do like a bonus episode <laughs> where we try that shit. <laughs> like, Film it too. YouTube yes, that A shit. video podcast. We'll make our own YouTube channel for special edition episodes oh of, us, God, of us reenacting Gilmore Girls. For a second there, I was like, I should try this. Yeah. I no. Don't, I, don't, I don't know what's wrong with you. Anyways. So Lorelai at Luke's gets a call from Rory. Excuse me. Gets a call from Rory that Richard is in the hospital. Yes. Um, okay, so that, this episode in general um, is uh, very frustrating every time I watch it. Mm, interesting. Tell me why. Um, I ha- what I have written down is that it frustrates me because it becomes quite clear that Luke and Lorelai are made for each other and they still make us wait uh, another three and a half seasons before they actually happen. Okay, so I used to watch a show with my dad. <laughs> wait, I have okay. to say something. So I used to watch a show with my dad and recently I remembered a conversation that we, like, we'd have often because we would also analyze. <laughs> um, and my dad used to say, because my dad was really big into TV and movies, very big into entertainment. My guy used to say that if they were, why was that the longest pause ever? If they were smart, they would keep, they would like keep us hanging for as long as possible. Yeah. Because in his experience, as soon as the characters that you want to get together, get together, the show goes downhill. Do you agree in this case? Uh, in this case, I agree because I think yeah. if, if, yeah. 
I, I think my dad yeah. was thinking of happy days in his youth. <laughs> okay, Don't well. That's a whole. That's, no, that's, a, that's not even comparable. No, no, I'm joking. But you know, like every major sitcom has like a love interest that you will, they won't, they kind of thing. Yeah, and I think you you hook your viewers, you know, by I think keeping depe- that around. Yeah, it depends on the show. I do agree. Of course. Yeah, there. What in this case? <laughs> in this case. It was only the first season of this show, so I, if, yeah. Yeah, we're like at episode ten. Relax. I th- yeah, I think I didn't expect it to take that long. Yeah. Like maybe they could have like maybe season three ish. They could have like maybe or maybe not. Maybe they could have like pulled a Ross and Rachel where like they got together and they got apart and then they like I don't know, but like. I have a question about Ross and Rachel. Yes. Since this is already a shit show podcast, <laughs> were they or were they not on a break? That's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other. That's a. Whole <laughs> they were on a break. <laughs> Um, okay. I've had very heated discussions about this with people, and I don't feel like I should, I don't really feel like I want to get into it. It's not the time and the place. But I'll say... But in my opinion, they were on a break. Okay. In my opinion, I, I understand both perspectives. Okay, well, I, I don't want to get into it. Just, okay, I, so Lorelai goes to the hospital. <laughs> Luke drives her. Which is yeah, but it's like, the, the episode in general, I think, is it's a frustrating, like, after I've already seen the show 500 times, yeah. because it's like... You know how long it takes. Yeah. And it's like, it's frustrating that, like, they dangle it over you. And it's like, ha three and a half more seasons. And it's like, no, go to hell. Yeah. I think from, like, if you're watching it for the first time and it's episode 10 and you're seeing all the flirtations where, like, in the hospital, she's like, well, you know, you always look good. No, no, no. And then at the end, they're, like, watching the, the Christmas pageant and he makes another comment. They're like, oh, this is going to happen soon. And doesn't. You know, it no. doesn't. And knowing that it lasts four years, like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. but And seeing them both grow like through relationships you know and you're like so frustrated because they planted the seeds so fucking early yeah and you're like i'm okay. waiting for so long if i may if i may go back to your previous remark about what your dad said about it being smart that uh, you know keeping them i mean keep, i think keep, you meant like smart from a, like a writer's perspective yeah to keep your viewers and you keep, know what keep, I mean? keep them in suspense i think that works depending on the story and depending on the show yeah so like i think it works. my father passed away mid-season six okay so too bad he didn't, he didn't get to see, see it he didn't get to see the disaster that was season seven i mean actually good for good <laughs> good that good. he died <laughs> no good thing good thing he didn't see he didn't, he didn't yeah, have to see season we spared seven you, Dad. <laughs> we spared you the awfulness that was season seven okay but i think i wish i'd never fucking seen season seven <laughs> and go back and erase it from your memory um i think depending on i think like i said depending on the story and depending on the show i think in this case it worked for the most part. I know a lot of people weren't satisfied with how um, how Luke and Lorelai's story ended in the original with the original series, but that's myself what, included. That's why there was a revival. Well, that's a story for, for another day. So there's another problem with that, but anyway. But I think if we're going to I mean I, I don't think you were gener- you were generalizing, but if we were to generalize mm-hmm. and say it's good to keep viewers in suspense, I think that only works f- depending on the scenario because Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I would agree. I'm going to make another Desperate Housewives reference in which the first, so the first season of that. You've sh- made more Desperate Housewives <laughs> references than just references. That's and good. And if you had asked me at the beginning of this podcast, which was more likely, more Desperate Housewives references or just references, I would not have chosen Desperate Housewives. See, she's angry. She's a very angry person. I'll continue. <laughs> she's, see, she wants to, she's giving me a very, very continue. convincing death glare right now. Okay. So... The, I'm going to need a Timbit while you continue. <laughs> at the, with the conclusion of the first season of Desperate Housewives, 
the creator of the show said that he wanted the like because with that show like each season had, had a different mystery and like his his goal was that like the mystery would be would be the mystery would encompass one season and would not and would not um, spill over, spill over into, into into other seasons. And his reasoning behind wanting to keep each season at one season long was because he was a big fan of the show Twin Peaks, mm. and he remembers um, what he called viewer fatigue at how that show carried on its central yeah. mystery beyond the first season, and that's why that show was it's only kind of like Dexter. And that, that yeah, sense. and that's why Twin Peaks was canceled. I think only after two seasons. Not it was it was short lived. Oh, it's very short lived. Yeah. Um. So like I keep that in mind. Where I'm like he like that was his vision of like he wanted to avoid viewer, viewer fatigue in his words. So like I also think of other shows that kind of. That's why I went super downhill though. In the end, yes. Yeah. The like, last. It we, was a hot mess. We don't talk about the last season. That was just garbage. Before <laughs> the last season. Okay. Well. Why is it with like la- last seasons being complete garbage? I don't know, but in, in the case of Gilmore Girls and that, just garbage. Um, it had some redeeming moments, but not many. Not none of my, not many. Yeah. But like I think I but I think back to like other shows that weren't as successful, but it's it's, diff- it's difficult because like when I because sh- I think let's say like even bef- like in the t- early two thousands, shows were not necessarily made to be uh, seen over and over again. So, like, no. especially, like, if we even go back to, like, the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, like, b- like before home video, let's say, yeah. like, any, like, movies and TV shows were not made to be seen over and over again. Yeah, to, so like, keep them and watch them. So, like, wherever. especially, in, like, I've read, like, I've read, like, books about, about the evolution of the sitcom, and, like, they say, like, shows, like, Leave it to Beaver, or, like, the, the, the Donna... That's the, a one-time only thing. Or, like, the Donna Reed show. That is a one-time only thing, and which, we will get to that. Which were, which were approaching soon so we'll get to that very soon if you haven't watched it watch it in preparation <laughs> um like but like shows like that from that era like yeah they were meant to be they, like they, binge watch no yeah. and they were hopelessly repetitive because no because like unless unless you like you happen to see a rerun which was in very rare which was rare like no one would remember week to week yeah because it was the, like entertainment was not taken as seriously and was not, not was not made with with like, as much dedication you had um characters that played parts like oh if he's the clumsy one the forgetful one you know what i mean like next episode he would do something the same like you know what i mean yeah. it was more um but all of that you don't get to see the evolution of characters yeah. in earlier shows but all of that to say like especially with short-lived shows like twin peaks i've never seen twin peaks but like shows like that that like any shows that have like a cult following that didn't last for very long mm-hmm. so like let's say freaks and geeks yes or veronica mars um like any any show that that was that was not on the air for very long but then was popular still popular after and like got more popular when it was canceled like i think there's a in in terms of fandom i think there's like a general unwillingness to like accept that the show is flawed and that's why it was canceled because like like everyone's like oh will not find that here like i've like i've i've read like so many comments and like um like like message board posts of like about like about like freaks and geeks and just like different articles from different people saying like they didn't understand why the show was canceled so soon and like i've watched freaks and geeks twice i think and i very much understand why it was canceled like it like it was before its time but like the show itself was not very good mm. like it's like the only reason that it's endearing is because it was before its time and it's like it's 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 quirky and lovable but like i totally yeah. understand why it was canceled because yeah. like it was pretty bad and so, there you, go. you know so but like even that and if we compare it to like 
Veronica Mars, which was originally on for three seasons. Then they did a movie. Then the then the uh, creator wrote two books, and then just this year they they did a revival season. So, but like the I don't like Veronica Mars. <laughs> of course she doesn't. The but like the first three seasons. <laughs> the first What's shit on Lenny Day. <laughs> it's always shit on Lenny Day. Like the but like the show was on for three seasons, and those are those seasons are like the most beloved, I guess, and so. People and like dedicated fans are very reluctant to admit the f- the flaws, and it's like I have no problems doing that with Gilmore. Girls. Yeah, so it's like I think in terms of Gilmore Girls, like season seven, garbage. <laughs> we don't like we don't have as much problems like acknowledging the flaws, but it's like it's difficult to, to separate yourself from something you love mm-hmm. and something that was like had genuine flaw. Like I I kind of like to exist in the middle where it's like yeah. I love this thing, but I acknowledge that they, they, they had, sure. it had problems. Yeah. You know. So another thing that I have in my notes is, um, so Luke stays at the hospital. Yes. Um, which is very sweet of him. And I'm sure we all know the scene that I'm about to describe. of Richard telling Emily where the will is. Oh boy. And Emily saying, I demand to go first. That's just like too much, too sad. It was so sad, you guys. And it's like the first, it's the first glimpse into, um how Emily is wired, I guess. Yeah. With, like, didn't she say it with, to, like, to Lorelai in the gift shop, like, this is my life, like... No, not in this episode. No? That's season seven. No, there she said... No, no, no. She says, like, um... She says, like, a similar... This, a similar thing of how, like, I... Like, he's always there, and my... No, I'm going to think of something else. You're thinking of season seven. No, I'm thinking of, like... 100% I'm thinking of... No, I'm thinking seven. of season two. I'm thinking of season two when he retires... And he's he's there all the time and like oh yeah we went like she says like we got married we came home he went to work and it's been that way ever since yeah, exactly. like I'm th- okay I'm confusing two things none none of which are okay kick me off <laughs> kick me off the podcast ah uh, Jeffrey no but um you can definitely see Emily's like sh- like I'm sure this is the first time something like this has happened mm-hmm. did um, she not say something so- like about how like em- Richard is her whole it's her whole life season. Seven. She doesn't say that at all. Season seven. Okay, what does she say in this episode? She doesn't talk to Lorelai about that. Miss Expert. Does she? I demand to go. But like when she says, I, I demand to go first. Like that's it. There's nothing else. She says there's not. Uh, there may be many things happening in the hospital tonight, but you, you're dying is not one of them. I demand to go first. Okay, I guess I'm. She really... does have a conversation about Lu- with Luke about how um, she hasn't been able to put his bow tie down. And that she thinks, uh, and he says, um, this is where he shares with her that his father left the store. Yeah. And he's left it exactly how it yeah. was. This is, see, this is the problem with rewatching the show, on a constant loop. It's like, I don't remember the... Well, like, you should have been prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember, but I remember the last time when I was when I was rewatching season one, I, like, skipped this episode because... It's not, so sad. It's sad and also pisses me off because, like... Haha, Luke and Lorelai are not getting them for another three and a half seasons. That being said, um, after Emily has that uh, conversation with Luke, going back and rewatching that, mm-hmm. I wished in later seasons that we'd get more moments with them together. Yeah. I know in the revival, like, he hugs her at Richard's funeral and it's really cute. Because, like, but in the original show, like, yeah, you're right. In the beginning, like, Emily's... In the beginning, she's so much nicer to Yeah, him. and then, like, when they actually happen, she's, like, a When total... they actually get together, it's, like, a wake-up call that, oh, my God, my daughter's marrying, like, getting together with this guy kind of thing, and she, like, can't deal. Not even that. It's, like, she's she's getting together with this, like, 
farm boy. It's like it's like white. This right, like Tristan. this like white trash uh, f- farm. Luke is not white trash. <laughs> That's what Luke. I think. In compa- I think by Emily's standards. Yeah, by of course by Emily's standards. But yeah, those those farm boy. Were great. Um, it was also really sad when Lorelai like can't go into the room. She can't face her father. Yeah. You know, and she's telling Luke, you know, my dad is not a bad guy. It's he too just, sad. I'm just too sad. You're just not gonna comment on me because it's too sad. <laughs> no, she said like that, like that whole scene where like it's like it's, it's you just, know when they finally make eye contact and they're both like kind of tearing up. It's just like moments and where she goes to say something and then like the doctor comes in and I was like, <gasps> it's just like moments where like Lorelai is brought out of her like twist like twisted immature I don't garbage. care how shitty a relationship you had with your parents or like how tumultuous or how good like whatever it is at the end of the day that's still your parent you know what I mean yeah. so seeing them vulnerable in the hospital but she even said it like this really big guy always went to work you know he's super tall and posing it's like lying in a hospital bed yeah. you know what I mean that has to be hard for any child to see no matter what your age is by the way I think like with in terms of like Richard and Lorelai, I think they might they had a, a bit of a better relationship than. Um, I think it was only better because they didn't see each other. Yeah. So there was less opportunity for arguments. But it was like I think because I, I think she kind of paints the picture that like he went to work, but that's it. Like she went to work and that's it. Like we never spoke, we never talked. No, but like especially in the early seasons, I got the vibe that like. Richard, no, there was there was no there was no uh, shortage of, of disappointment between no, of the not. two of them with Lorelai, but it was like, I think Rich in comparison, like Richard lowered his expectations for Lorelai, and Hard. then and then like he it opened him up to loving her as she was a bit more, whereas Emily kind of it took Emily a bit yeah, longer. Yeah, Emily always uh, like hung on to those like but like Emily what she wanted, but Emily did did get there in moments, but it was just like it took her much longer than it did for Richard. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think Richard was kind of like, this is. Richard was much more um, willing to say, like, this is who my daughter is, like, that's it. Emily was much more willing to change her mm-hmm. because she thought it was for the better. Yes, I agree. Yeah. If, if I may, I know we said we're going stick to stick in a cohesive chronological order, but if we, I. We're not bad so far. But if I may rewind for one second. Yes, yeah, we're not bad so far. To back to when Lorelai was talking to Dean at the window. Right, yeah. b- right before that. Um, I'm going to reference the a BuzzFeed list that I've referenced. That we've always referenced. Several, several, way too many times. Several, way too many times. <laughs> That's English. That's um, English. Called 293 Thoughts I Had While Watching Gilmore Girls for the First Time. Hit me. And the author of this post wrote, quote, <laughs> Lorelai pouring salad dressing into a bag of lettuce oh, is, is her first real spirit animal moment. Do you agree? Honestly, that whole thing was weird. Like, who, who does that? Never are you going to eat the whole thing? She takes one bite and then she goes to Luke's. That whole salad is trash now. That, just, that sounds like Lorelai to me. Ugh, whatever. <laughs> like, you're 32 years old. Learn how to cook something. Fuck. It's a bit embarrassing sometimes. It's like, I think so, too. But like, she, 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 she and they're also cleaning out the fridge in the next episode? Yeah. Should we jump into the next episode? Do we have anything else to say? I don't have anything else to say. I have one last thing to tell say. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Hold on to that thought of the fridge. Yeah, tell me, because, oh, Jesus. Um, this is, prob- this is probably a loaded, a loaded question for us, but I wrote, Lane is, incredi- is, a, is an incredibly... Pr- Lane is an incredibly forgiving person and friend. Yes. And I said, is this possibly a consequence from growing up with stiflingly strict parents? Yes. 
So it's like 100%. she's easily like she's easy to forgive. So it's like uh, her parents are not easy to forgive. So, right. You know. So it's like yeah, because I think Lane like anything parents she does, we never see her dad. Yes. Yeah, until the revival. Yeah, which was weird. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Um, I think it's it's Lane's parent parents again make it impossible for her to please them. Yeah. So like when her best friend uh, makes a mistake. So like, oh, it's okay, you know, because they demand so much from her mm-hmm. that like she knows she can never live up to their expectations. So she's yeah, she's, like you said, she's very easy to forgive. Yeah. Okay. So shall we? Yes, that's that on that. We'll so that now- was episode ten that we can't talk about too much because it's too sad. Yes, we'll move on to episode eleven, which is called "Paris is Burning." Yes. Which uh, has a di- has a double meaning. Double entendre. <laughs> So, in this episode is when... Okay, so let me talk about the opening scene first. Yes. So, the opening scene, they're doing um, the alphabet game with diseases. Okay. Do you remember that? It's about who has to clean out the fridge. Right, yes. So, they're playing a game, and each letter of the alphabet, they have to name a disease. So, right. mom. Oh, my God, yes. Mumps, uh, laryngitis. And then, so, she's like, okay. So, then Rory tells Lorelai, P. And Lorelai sees puppies, and she goes, Puppies! <laughs> Lori's like, that's not a disease. Yeah. So then we get into the whole thing about why the Gilmore girls shouldn't own pets. Right. Do you remember about the hamster, Skippy? <laughs> yeah. And then, like, Luke walks up and she's like, Roy's telling her all yeah. about, like, Lorelai's tragic Yeah, past. so Lorelai basically um, stuffed Kleenex into Skippy's cage until it was, like, overflowing. <laughs> and then dumped it on the pet store guy's desk. Because apparently, every time she would stick her hand in, he would bite her and laugh. Right. Did you know that I used to have a hamster? <laughs> no, I didn't. So in grade five, okay, I had a hamster named Hammy the Hamster. <laughs> of course. Hammy the Hamster. So original. So, shut up. <laughs> Hammy the Hamster, when she says like he used to bite her, I believe it. Because one time my mom went to go pet him and he bit her and there was blood all over my mirror. Yeah. And when I came home, I used to come home earlier than my mom at that point. I was like, was there a murder? That took like, it was so much blood. Oh, I believe it. Like It was crazy. Hammy ran away, by the way. What? Hammy used to climb his cage and, like, burrow under the cage. Like, lift it. Because, you know, it was like... It was what, the the f- me- what the fuck kind of super mutant hamster I did you wake, have? I don't know. I used to wake up in the morning, you know, in Montreal, like, when it gets dark. When it's still dark at, like, 8 a.m. when you wake up. Yeah. I used to wake up in the morning, and you know hamsters at night, they go on the wheel usually, you know, because, yeah. like, they're very nighttime activity. Um, so I used to wake up, and it was still dark, and he'd be hanging upside down. Like, his his little claws, I don't know what the fuck hamsters have, this could be totally anatomically incorrect, <laughs> but they'd be, like, grabbing the, the top of the metal, and I'd be like, what the fuck? And he would stay there all day. So the first time he ran away, we caught him. Second time, a loss. Nowhere to be seen. I'm speechless. That's, I'm pretty uh, sure he ran away from the front door. My room is right next to the front door. Just when you thought this podcast couldn't get any weirder... I she, lost a hamster. Uh, Eleni has a hamster that tops Lorelai's uh, tragic hamster right? story. It's like, who saw that coming? Not me. What about you guys? Okay. Um, we shall move on. Away from the hamster because I don't want to share about Hammy the hamster. Rest in peace, Hammy. Yeah, that's uh, okay. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I didn't (laughs) kill him. I didn't Um, abandon him. He abandoned me technically. That's for a jury to decide. Well, 
Okay. Pretty sure the statute of limitations. <laughs> Probably. So in this episode, um, what should, should we talk about first? Should we talk about Paris or should we talk no, about no. Suki and Jackson? No, we're going in chronological order. Right. It's me who's the mess. I'm the mess. Blame me, not her. <laughs> we're in chronological order where Lorelai and Max are full on dating right now. Okay, that's why I meant when I said Paris. Like, Paris kind of ties into yeah, that whole thing. Because Paris ties into this at the end. She's a little Lore- bitch. She's a little bitch. Lorelai and Max, full on dating. Bounce. Wow, wow. She's having yeah. dinner at his house. I remember, yeah, okay. I remember when I, when I was, I think I've said this before, when I was watching it for the first time, I just thought it was very awkward and uncomfortable that she was dating the teacher like it makes sense to me now and i see it when you said like when you when (laughs) when you said that um you know rory had dean and laura had max so like max was lorelei's dean kind of thing like in that yeah you did (laughs) in that context i see it much clearer now but like i still have moments where i'm like it is weird where i'm like lorelei what the what the fuck so the moments where I think it's the weirdest are moments like these where the two worlds kind of collide. Yeah. So when she's having dinner at his house at the beginning, he has, like, all the papers on his desk, like his student papers. Right. She's like, oh, my God, did you read um, Rory's paper on Macbeth, Macbeth, on Dickinson yet? Because it's great. I'll put it right here on the top, and I'll go ahead and just write an A for you. That's weird. I was like, yeah. It's not, not like... To be fair to Max, he was very professional. He was like, no. I mean, that wasn't the tip of the iceberg. I think think the tip of the iceberg is like... No, no, it wasn't the tip of the iceberg. No, it's like with the the book, and she like gives him like what? Swan's Way. He gives her Swan's Way. By... Proust. Proust. Marcel Proust. And like, she literally gives it... He like says, you can borrow this. Like, Lily sits down at the desk and starts reading it. And she's like, uh... Not now. Not now. Anyways. So in this episode, uh, it's Parents Day at Children. Right. So Lorelai has to go... What a shitty concept, by the way. My mother would have died if I had brought her to a whole day of high school classes. Okay, Are you yeah. Insane? No, we didn't have that. I was thinking, I was saying, like, we had meet and greet, which is, like, at the beginning of the school yeah, year. Yeah, parent-teacher conferences. We not even. That, we had not, not even. We had meet and greet, and then we had parent-teacher. So, like, at the beginning of the school year, we had meet and greet. We're, like, in the e- like in the evening, the... Art, I, guess, I, guess, I guess it's kind of like Parents' Day, but, like, in a shorter, a shorter span of time. It was meet and greet where, like, the parents had to go to every single... One of the kids, one one of our every single one of our classes in order. That's terrible. To meet all the teachers. That's terrible. I remember even my, my mom pa- going to like parent teacher conferences, and she's like, "I already went to high school. Like, <laughs> I don't have to go back." <laughs> yeah, my parents were both really into the meet and greets. I think they were the only ones. Whatever. Not true, but it felt like it. Yeah. Us for the parent teacher <laughs> conferences, um, every quarter you would get a paper. And whichever one of your teachers wanted to meet with your parents, yes, they would we, put a check mark. We had that. And if not, your parents were free to skip it. Yeah, we no had check that. Mark, no check mark, no check mark. But like, it, I always had check marks, by the way. I had, In math. <laughs> no, literally, I had check. We had. I don't think it was the same. It was similar, but it was like it wasn't a check mark. It was like a. It was like it was like a sheet that like came either in the it was by email. I think. No, they gave it to us. Okay, so which is the worst because I could have just thrown it. Okay, out. by the time I was by the time I was in high school, it was like it was it was a sh- was it by email? I don't remember the specifics, but <laughs> blocked out high school. I'm a mess, <laughs> but um, like there was some sort of notification from the teachers of like which teachers wanted want- to see you. Yeah. yeah, and so like all of the teachers always wanted to like it was kind of a thing where like all the teachers like wanted to see the parents, but it was like it was a matter of like do I need to see you? Yeah. So like. For me, I don't, I don't this, is, this is not a brag or anything. This is not, I don't, not, no, 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 I'm not boasting about this, but like all the teachers always wrote like 
they wanted to see my mom because like they wanted to meet my mom because they loved me so much they wanted to know like where she came where you came from. yeah who spawned you everyone except for my gym teacher because my, my gym teacher hated me rightfully so gym is the worst <laughs> if you're teaching gym Something went wrong in your life. He was a male chauvinist who who literally held on to his uh, his title of prom king from his high school. He literally like oh, lovely. he would tell anyone who asked, "I was prom king." Like good, like you want a medal? All right. <laughs> Some things are coming up though. See, I just said I blocked it out. <laughs> All right, moving on. War flashbacks. No, so Parents Day rolls around, um, and Lorelai wants to break up with Max. Right. Because she, her excuse is that Lorelai, Lorelai, Rory is getting too attached. Because, bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. Suki even tells her, oh, how long have you guys been dating? Two months? Oh, this is when you do a little dance. Like, you get like you get too attached and you get scared. I like this. I see. I like, I guess it's throughout the whole show, but I liked, like, in the earlier seasons when, like, Suki was more apt to call uh, Lorelai out on her yes. bullshit. I feel, like, I feel like when Suki, like, Mary Jackson had kids. It was more she like... She became an enabler. Yeah. I feel like. But before... She was but, much more likely to call her out on her shit in the first two seasons. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. We're agreed. Agreed. Yes. Yeah, because Suki's like, yeah, she told her, you're like, you're doing a cha-cha-cha, like, you're dancing away from this. It's like, you're getting too attached. Don't bring Rory into this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And the thing that struck me the most about this episode is that it's crazy how reversed the roles are. Right. Like, I know we always talk about how Lorelai's immature. Yeah. <laughs> but now in this episode... She's really acting like a child, and Rory is the one being like, get your head together. Like, what the fuck's wrong with That's you? That's exactly what I said in the ending of the dance episode. Yeah. No, but I like, mean, like... It's pretty sad when your teenage daughter... Do- yeah, exactly. When your teenage daughter is more mature than you. I know. I know. It was just... Like, but it was really, really, like, in your face in this episode, I think. Especially since, like, every single person was calling Laura out on her bullshit. It's yeah. like, we all know you're lying. Like Exactly. Like, we know it. You're lying. Fuck. <laughs> Don't, and then the the fact that she like made it Rory's problem like Literally, I don't want she's... Rory to get hurt like shut up Rory just said she's fine with it commitment commitment phobic yeah but you're throwing your kid under the bus you know like you're, no but yeah. you're using your kid to literally break up with a guy like grow a pair and break up with him if you want to break up with him but alas she does not break up with him she makes out with him in the middle of Chilton you know if we true <laughs> if we compare seriously yeah. If we compare Max and Lorelai to, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank. The the guy in season four. Jason, Jason Stiles. Yes. If we compare... Uh, Digger, Ma- for those in the know. Digger. If we compare Max and Lorelai to Jason and Lorelai, I feel like by season four when they have that, when they, when they date, by the way, I really liked Jason and, and Lorelai. Me too! Um, I think like by that point, like when Lorelai caught... Spoiler alert. Uh, when... <laughs> We're past. <laughs> when when Lorelai like breaks up with him because he's like uh, going against her her, fa- dad, her dad yeah. in business, it's like she was mature enough to be like, I'm I can't side with you. I have to side with my family. Yeah, even though she really really liked him. So I feel like by season four, she maybe was mature. She still was, a shitty moment. She though. was, but she I think she had like grown up a bit more maybe by then. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, to me, it was just like baffling that you're using your kid to break up with a guy like oh, just yeah. be an adult it's baff- and break up with him baffling is a good word baffling yes so but while she attempts to break up with him no they kiss in it his, doesn't go well they kiss in the classroom and a, so inappropriate and a, li- by the way. and a little bitch named paris geller paris the bitch 
she notices and decides to tell the, tell the entire school. But before we get into that, th- this was also the episode where uh, Paris's dirty laundry was being aired over yeah. the whole school because her parents, who are both rich and powerful, I'm assuming. Yeah, so her dad's a big wig at a pharmaceutical company. Yeah, so like their their like messy divorce was being aired in the media. On six, I'm yeah. guessing, and et cetera, et cetera. And so everyone everyone at school was basically talking about Paris and Paris's parents. And so, um, in an attempt to in an attempt to direct the gossip away from her, she decides to spread rumors, rumors and gossip about how true rumors. Lorelai <laughs> and Max were kissing in the classroom. Yeah. And so I wrote in my notes for this, even though Paris is a little bitch for telling the whole school that Lorelai kissed Max. I can't believe I actually wrote little bitch on paper. Okay. <laughs> Scandal. <laughs> I said I still feel bad for her. She was just so desperate for people for people to stop yeah. talking about her and her family. It's the first. Yeah, it's really the first time. Um, maybe a little bit in the previous episode, and I worries dance when she brings her cousin to the dance. <laughs> I forgot about that. I can't about, believe we didn't talk about we that. To talk about the fact that Paris brought her cousin. <laughs> Paris's mom. No, excuse me. Paris's mom had to pay her cousin Jacob to take Paris to the dance. And Jacob starts hitting on Rory. <laughs> and literally, dance. Paris exposes herself. Like, yeah, because she's, she's yelling. She has no volume control like she's, us, basically. She's like, you told everybody. I, I care with my cousin. Just go ahead. Go, go, go tell everyone. She's like, uh, I don't have to. You, you, just, you, you just did. did. Yeah, and then did. literally at the end, after the whole altercation between Dean and um, Tristan, <laughs> what's her name? Louise? Yeah. Is, did you no. really bring your cousin? Did you, did you really talk with your cousin? Like, <laughs> So um, it's the, it's made it like probably the first time that we try we start to see that like, Paris is just a teenager too, you know what I mean? She 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 talks a big game kind of thing. I feel like Paris comes across as more of a human, like a, more of a, more like a human being character in comparison to others, maybe because yeah. it's like, I think it's because like she's such a diehard perfectionist from the moment we meet her. So yeah. it's like, I feel like perfectionists, uh, myself included, try to like control themselves into this just like untouchable bubble where it's like everything is perfect and nothing will ever go wrong, and it's yeah. like. I think everybody knows from an outside perspective that like that's gonna crash and burn. So it's like when we inevitably see Paris crashing and burning, hence the title "Paris is Burning." You made that connection. Um, <laughs> like when we see Paris crashing and burning, it's like we know and we love her more for it. Absolutely. Yeah? And I think the way Rory handled Paris was really great too, because she was like, "Paris, you spent the last two weeks having your family's like problems out in the open, and you mm-hmm. hated it." And then, like, you're going to go and do that to somebody else? Yeah, and Paris' face is, is like, like just... Like, she gets it. She's, she's like, like, oh, shit, I did it. She's, like, like yeah. shrugging and staring at her She shoes. would never admit that she did something wrong. But, no. And then Rory tells her, like, even puts it on her going, like, I thought you liked Mr. Medina, you know? I thought you liked Max. Why would you do that to him? And then this is kind of where, like, they start getting along just a little bit. Because Rory goes, if you ever need to talk, and then Paris like, I won't. And she's like, but if you ever do, okay, but I won't. So they're like starting to get a little bit yeah. friendlier, but yeah, I just, I, I just honestly, this whole episode was super frustrating for me because Lorelai is such a child. Yeah. Like you like a guy, so you should break up with him. <laughs> That's fucking logical. I also wrote. And then I'm going to go break up with him at my daughter's school during parents day and then make out with him and then say, oh, sorry to my daughter. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, she's like she does act like she acts. She acts like I don't know. I'm not really surprised by it anymore. But no, like, I'm she, not surprised. But like she does. And you're right. In this particular episode, like after like the entire lunchroom is talking about it, yeah. like Lorelai is like, by the way, first Rory, time, don't run away. It's like fuck. Are you? How old are you? Twelve? Like, yeah. 
first class of the day was English lit, and right away after was lunchtime. <laughs> Never got that. What is four-hour classes? There's no, <laughs> there's no uh, timetable. And is uh, Emily tears into Lorelai at the end. How could Bef- you do that? Do you even know this man? Before no, we get- I just saw him, and he looked super attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into that, yes, tell me. I also wrote since we're on the topic of family, of uh, family day. Parents, Parents Day, day yeah. Family Day. Um, no, can you imagine your whole family? Oh God! Me? I said this is the one and only time we see Paris's mom, mm-hmm. and clearly she's the worst. Yeah, it's she like is. she's like I can't be around here. I have to go. And Paris, like, please. Can you she just... literally just came to walk her daughter to her mom. Yeah, and she's like Paris, but like you can tell, you can see it in Paris's eyes. She's like, yeah. can you please stay? Like, I want you to be my teachers. Like, I want, I want, like, I want you, I want to have you with I mean me. She's I like, a... no, like yeah. how selfish. That's what I mean when I say it's like the first time that you kind of get a look into a Paris life and you kind of feel bad for her, even though she's been a bitch all this time. Yeah. You really do start feeling bad for her. So Emily tears into Lorelai. Yeah, and like... What were you thinking? Lorelai doesn't have much... Doesn't much have... Doesn't have a Lorelai doesn't have much of a retort. No, because (laughs) she knows she did something wrong. She's like, it was a mistake. Oh, fuck off. It is. It was, it was maybe the one time where I'm like, yeah, Emily has a really big point right now. I think because normally yeah. I'm like, Emily should stay out of that because again, that's not your child kind of thing. This is the one time where I'm like, no, Emily's right to yell at her. Yeah. Like I know your daughter's 32 and she's an adult and you shouldn't get be yelling at her kind of thing. No, this is the one time where she did a good swift kick in the ass, and I'm so glad that Emily told her off. Yeah. Do you not I think agree? no, I agree. Yeah. It's just like. I feel like you have to remove. Maybe I was just too frustrated. Like you have to to remove yourself from it a little bit and be like, "Yes, Lorelai is being a child because she is. She kind of is still a child." Yeah, we get it. We've said it, but like, come on. No, I think like either you're a child and I'm gonna treat you like a child, or you're an adult but act like one. I think what's more frustrating is like we know Lorelai as a child, but at the same time, like we we're not surprised, and like it. It's more frustrating that like she. She doesn't learn. No, I know. Like that's kind of why I'm like I'm 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 like removed from it. It's like because <laughs> like I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either. But like going back and watching it, and for the purposes of analysis that we do here, <laughs> it's so fucking annoying. Yeah, like like it's grow up. It, yeah, grow up. Your 16 year old shouldn't be more mature than you. Who thought it was a good idea to fucking do an NC 17 fucking kiss in the middle of Chilton? Clearly, Lorelai's And then, hormones. can we just say something? <laughs> can we just say something? Max breaks up with her, yeah. which is what she wanted to do all along, and she's crying in bed. Yeah. And doesn't Lorelai have to comfort her? Yeah. This is a very dysfunctional episode. I did not realize until, oh we, started, until we started talking about it. Honestly, like, I was watching it and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's like, it's difficult. It's difficult to, like... Play, it's like to, like I said, it's difficult to like <laughs> yes. displace yourself from like the characters. You know, so it's like you're like I feel like when you're so caught up in their world, when you're just like yeah, watching it for fun, then it's like when you watch it for analysis, like you said, it's like yeah, when I what watch garbage it, is this? Yeah, seriously, when I watch it with my notebook and my pen, and like I'm seriously trying to like pick stuff apart, <laughs> and you're like, it's the fucking worst. This <laughs> podcast might make me end up hating Gilmore. <laughs> Look what we did. Look what we did. Look, Look what, what you, you made me do. Yes. That's a terrible song, by the way. <laughs> okay. The old lady can't come to the phone right now. God. Because she's dead. God. Fuck off, Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, um, yeah, go. Sh- shall we um, discuss Suki and Jackson? Yes, we shall. 
So this, this is this is when Suki asks him out, right? Yes, which I love the fact that Suki asked him out. Was this the same episode where, correct me if I'm wrong, was this when um, Suki was at was in Lorelai's kitchen and she's like, they're going skating? She's into superstition. You know that one? Yes. She was... Well, that's what Suki sings to yeah, Lorelai. Yeah, She was... Like, yeah, Lorelai snaps at her baby. Yeah, I'm putting it on stage and she's like, but like, uh, Suki's giving her advice and she's like, well, what do you know? You haven't been in a relationship in forever. Yeah. And then. But, okay, so here's another thing that I was pissed off with this episode. I was already so mad at Laura's her. Laura's a bitch, clearly. Yeah. I was like, you treat Suki like shit. Yeah. But yeah, so Suki, I think, but that being said, I think it was the swift kick in the ass that Suki needed to get off her ass and ask Jackson out. Yeah, because you could clearly tell. There's chemistry. Until that point, it was like, okay, when are these two going to, like, yeah, exactly. Get a room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Amy Sherman Palladino got them together. Yeah. I think to like tie things over until but we like, can get Luke and Lorelai together. But not 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 to disvalue Jackson and Suki, but like I don't really care about Jackson in the same way I care about Luke, you know? No, for sure. Just like a recurring background character ish. Yeah. Alright. He grows as we go, but Absolutely. like and he introduced this to a great character named Rune. Oh my god, I have that written down for next time. <laughs> okay. That is a whole other yeah. That's a whole Rune other... Rune is the best. <laughs> That's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> okay. Um, since this is the midway point of season one... Also, I never knew that uh, the the guy who played... The actor who plays Jackson is also named Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Jackson Douglas. Continue. Okay. This is the midway point of season one. Yes. Because there's 21 episodes in season one. Yes. So, I would like to share with you something that I found. Okay. It's called the Gilmore Girl, the Gilmore Girls drinking game you need in your life. Oh boy. And the other one is called the ultimate Gilmore Girls drinking game to play as you binge watch the series. Oh lord, I'm not ready for this. So both of them are um, separated into sips. So like, <laughs> take one sip, take two sips, take a shot and chug. Okay. Okay. And the other one is take one sip, take two sips, finish your drink. <laughs> Uh, yeah, finish your drink. Okay? So what would you expect to be on this list? Like in terms of questions? Yeah, like take one sip or take two sips when? <laughs> It'd be like, uh, take a sip when there's like some sort of uh, f- fast-paced long dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, take a drink when Rory's seen reading a book. Yes. That's a good one. This is literally off the top of my head. I am not looking at her screen. Yeah, right I know. Now. She's not. He's not looking at my screen. I just asked because I wanted to. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, Su- Suki hurts herself. Yes. Yes. Mm. Is it like this is for like the whole show, right? Not, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, for the whole series. Basically. Uh, Kirk says something stupid. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, something with Mrs. Kim. Like Mrs. like Mrs. Kim, or like something with Lane and Mrs. Kim, maybe? Yeah. Okay. So, the first one is from shenos.com. Um, so, take a sip when Lorelai mentions coffee. That's a okay, gimme. Okay, I should have said, yeah. That's a gimme, obviously. When Luke argues with a customer. Okay. When Suki gushes about her food. And when Rory deals with a major life or relationship crisis. And okay. on the other sites. True. But I mean, look. Thekitchen.com. Okay. Take one sip when someone hits on Lorelai. Mm. So right off the bat, season one, episode one, you're fucking getting that. <laughs> yeah. When Emily asked asked Lorelai and Rory if they would like a drink. You oh. know, Friday night dinner, would you like a drink? When Rory awkwardly makes out with Dean, Jess, or Logan. 
Okay. We'll get, we'll, we'll get drunk pretty quickly on Super that. Quickly. When Suki accidentally hurts yourself, you got it. And when Lorelai and Rory eat junk food. Okay. So take two sips when Lane is grounded. <laughs> I see. I knew see, that. See, you got it. <laughs> when Lorelai and Rory both order burgers at Luke's. Okay. When there's a town hall meeting. Okay. When Kirk has a new random job. Right. Whenever the town troubadour appears. Oh, boy. Oh, the troubadour. Did I tell you that in Campbellton we had a troubadour at one point? You did. Okay. <laughs> Not as charming. When Richard talks about or adjusts his bow tie. Because he always, every, like. Either, every couple. Either his bow tie or, like, when he gets up, he has to do his. Do his, his suit. Fucking stop wearing suits. That's the solution. <sighs> I'd love to see Richard in something other than a suit. Well, we got, briefly got that with the golf episode where he was wearing, like, a polo shirt. But other yeah. than that, I don't think I've ever seen him. Oh, in his bathrobe. An outfit. No. Yeah. When Paris mentions anything about crafting. Okay. That's like later, later on. Later seasons. Yeah. Um, that's her emotional homework. Her emotional homework. <laughs> when Stars Hollow has an event in town, in the town square. Okay. Um, Lazy Hazel. Whenever the season changes. Take a shot now or finish your drink whenever someone has a huge fight. Okay. So literally all of season one, you'd be hammered. <laughs> When Taylor irritates you immensely. Okay, every single every single appearance. Fucking of, Taylor with your stupid reenactment. Every sing no every single every single appearance Taylor ever makes, yeah, I'll no, be. But drunk. also reenactment. I'm taking several shots. Um, chug when they talk so fast and talk forever. Try to make the chug last as long as the rant. Mm, okay. I'd be on the floor. Whenever whenever Luke and Lorelai have a huge moment. Okay. And this one's open to interpretation. Whenever Rory, when Rory finally ends up with her one true pairing, see that's open to interpretation. Uh, but like because my one true pairing is not Jess, and yours is, and she doesn't end up with him. Okay, what yours is Logan? Yeah. But like she doesn't end up with it. She doesn't. Up, she doesn't end up with Dean. Par- Dean Paris. She doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't. Unpopular opinions should have ended up with her. She should, she should end up with Dean, Jess, I or Logan. I always wanted Lorelai and Lorelai. I always wanted Rory and Paris, like, at the end of it. Like, I would have liked in the revival, honestly. I didn't know what was going to happen in the revival. Like, Logan was going to come back and that weird storyline was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I would have been I would have been 100% okay if Lorelai... Fuck, I keep saying Lorelai. That's technically her name, though. If Rory and Paris were, like, roommates somewhere in New York. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> love it. Yeah. And, I love it. But 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 in, but in answer to that question, like Roy doesn't Roy doesn't end up with it with any she of them. Ends up with a bun in the oven, guys. <laughs> but even spoilers. But if we did, <laughs> but, but if we discount the revival, uh, yeah, Roy doesn't Roy doesn't end up with with any of the three men. No. So also, if you're shipping fucking Dean and Rory. Stop fucking listening. <laughs> right now. Okay, well, that, we're going to lose. See, you said, okay, this from this from the moment who said we're going we to lose listeners when we, when we said, Oprah's not a journalist. Uh, Why are you reliving all these we, moments? Beyond, we don't like Beyonce, but we're going to lose, we're going to lose, but we're going to lose, but we're not going to, but we're, 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 What's happening with you today? We're, we're, we're willing to, we're willing to lose listeners over Dean. And yeah, because at least that's Gilmore related. But, like, a lot of people like Dean and Rory. Who are you people? <laughs> I want to interview someone who likes Dean. Okay, Elaine doesn't if like If you're you. willing to come on the show... I never said I don't like them. <laughs> I just don't like your, your, your choice, your life choices. One life choice! <laughs> but it's not even a life choice, it's an opinion about a character. Life choice. If you are willing to be subjected to all of this... Oh. 
um, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Oh, Lord. Please. Uh, I want to interview you. You want to be part of this mess? I want to interview you. <laughs> oh, boy. I want to know what's going on in that head of yours. <laughs> I have one last question for Thank you. Thank you. Tell me. In regards to Suki and Jackson. Mm-hmm. So what... <laughs> I'm already laughing. What do you think Suki and Jackson's ship name would be? Oh, that's a good one. There's two options. There's two options? Like, do they actually have a name? No. Because I know what the names are for everybody else. There's actually... Okay, I, didn't, I, I don't know any of the names. This guy. Like, there's a Lorelai Luke ship. What is... Uh, I think I know that one. What is it? Java Junkie. No. Okay. I didn't okay. know. No. There's a Rory Jess one. There's a Rory Logan one. Nobody bothered to make a Rory Dean one. <laughs> okay. There you go. You have, you have that. I'll give you that um, one. Okay, so back to the original question, Suki and Jackson. Yes, I have Ooh. two. I have two options in my notebook. Mm. <laughs> She's thinking very I'm thinking hard. Thinking super hard, you guys. <laughs> the veggies. No, okay. I'm thinking like, okay, think more like like portmanteau, like the name their names put together. Oh no. Suksen? <laughs> That's one of them. So we either have. You're thinking Brangelina. I thought you were thinking like more along the lines of a Java junkie kind of thing. No, I like I. When I, when I when you didn't know what that was. No, but when, but when I think ship name, I think like portmanteau, like their name, okay. like their names put no, together. No, I don't do that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, apparently, apparently, I've been following soap operas for too long. Cause that, Way cause that, too cause long. Because that's what everyone does. By the way, our entire Twitter feed is about soap operas. Yeah, that's my fault. Um, okay, I don't care. <laughs> but every once in a while, I'll open our Twitter feed, and I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> I'm like, oh, never mind, Young and the Restless. <laughs> yeah, I have. A, I, I followed all of my soap that's friends right. on the Twitter feed. That's okay. Okay, so Suksin. Or. Or Jackie. Jackie. No, I don't like it. <laughs> I like Suksin better. Suksin. I was gonna go with but Jack- if we're giving them like a Java junkie kind of name, it would either be the veggies. The veggies? What the hell yeah. kind of name is that? They're always arguing about veggies. That's stupid though. Like we call we call a couple of the veggies. Yeah. No. They're, what would your name be for them? They don't only argue about vegetables. What would your name be for them? The vasectomies. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I think they're the veggies or like Veggie Tails. Yes. <laughs> Veggie tales. We're, we're ending it on that. Okay. Veggie tales. Fuck it. I don't want to hear you anymore. <laughs> we're ending it on veggie tales. We'll, we'll go with veggie tales. We're doing that. Well, tales. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this latest episode of our hot mess. Our hot mess. This one was way better than last week. <laughs> it's fine. We got a little bit back on track. <laughs> Less rewinding of the VH the VHS tape didn't get stuck in the VC- <laughs> in the VCR as much. I don't know what that song was. <laughs> Similar to the sound that it would make. Yeah, we should end on a high note. Okay, so you can follow us on Twitter at Gilmore Podcast uh, and on Instagram at Gilmore Girls Podcast. I said it last week. I'm going to say it again. Thank you again for all the support on Instagram. Yes, all it's been of, great. Way too way so so many likes on the so picture. So many likes on our pictures. Like I'm blown away. It's the power of a Gilmore quote. Yeah, especially since the first quote that she posted was an Emily Gilmore quote. It she, was. And she texted me saying, the power of an Emily Gilmore quote. I know, quote. I did I it. Like, I was like, yes. Legit, I this. legit the power yeah. of an Emily Gilmore quote. Exactly. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you soon. Take care. Bye.